You are listening to GospelBellsRadio.com. And indeed, that's our prayer that the ancient words will impart us this morning and every day of life. Please welcome with me, Pastor Ayo Agunloye. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Happy birthday to you. In Jesus' name, dear listeners, good morning. God bless you. May the Lord encounter us and impact our lives this morning with his words in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. Okay, please say a word of prayers as we begin. All right, thank you. Father, we thank you for this morning once again. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you have for us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your commitment to our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word, which is ever fresh, ever new, and which is to, sharper than two edges word, mm-hmm. and which is a designer of every thought, the thoughts of every heart, and the intent of every heart. And I pray that your word will come today and help each of us to draw closer to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your word will come with grace and with Amen. power, with deliverance, Amen. with for salvation, Amen. for restoration, for conviction and repentance, for uh, healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. We thank you for our prayers. Thank Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Now, I welcome you back, brothers and sisters, to um, the Reflections Tuesday, where we are learning um, to follow Christ. And this year, in uh, your Potter's house, we our our grand theme is a new and living way. And we have been, we started looking at uh, the priest that stands to minister. You know, recently we are just looking at that verse 11. That verse 11 that says, the priest stands to minister. Um, That's Hebrews chapter 10, verse 11. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which can never take away sin. But we are looking at the work, the function of the priest that stands to minister. And we are looking at, we, we began to look at how the functions of priests evolved, how it started, and we saw that it's started after man went into sin. There was no need for all these priestly functions before the fall of man. And man was just relating with God directly as a friend, as friends and as um, um, so um, cooperating as a co-worker in the garden, God used to come in the cool of the day and they talk together. God brings the animal, he said, Name this animal, and then you know, all those it was smooth, it was okay. But after the fall of man, there was need for sacrifice, there was need for um, a, a go between before man could come to God again and all that. And then Cain and Abel they started this. Um, aspect of 
sacrificing and all that. And so that is how it has been until Jesus himself came and Jesus was or is the sacrifice, the sacrifice that we have once and for all that um, puts an end to the physical sacrifice of animals, goats, pigeon, and all those things that were sacrificed. But when Jesus came, he said, I have not come to destroy the law. I have come to fulfill it. And since he came to fulfill the law, he did not cancel our obedience to the law. It, and whether the law or the prophet, all Old Testament and the New Testament instructions are still meant to be obeyed, but not the letters of it, but the spirit of it. So we read in verse, in, um, First Corinthians chapter 3, let's see what the Bible is saying. Chapter 3, um, I want to see, I want to read where First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, please let me just open. Okay, I think it's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse. Okay, so from verse, um, from verse 15, it says, But even unto this day, when Moses is read, the veil is upon their heart. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now, the Lord is that spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we see this matter that right from Moses, all right from the law, the Pentateuch, that is, the Genesis to Deuteronomy, and all other writings, the wisdom writings and the prophets, the prophetic writings in the Old Testament, to all the New Testament writings, the Gospels and the Epistles and everything, all scriptures, were written about Jesus. All Jesus is the central theme of the entire scripture. And the Bible is saying in this Second Corinthians chapter 3 that from that verse 15, anytime we read the Bible, there is still a veil in our hearts. Just like Moses used a veil to cover his face, when he came from the mountain the other day and they could not look at his face directly, he had to cover, he had to use a veil to cover his face, going about like a gunu kalaba or uh, like a masquerade. They could not actually look 
into his face. The same vein is still in all the Old Testament today and the entire Bible. The veil is covering every of the scriptures whenever we read them. So it means that if that veil is not removed, any part of the Bible you read will be like a newspaper to you or a novel that you are enjoying. It will not come with spirit and life to help you. Jesus said, the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. And that is why it's saying in this place that nevertheless, that's verse 16, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. And it means that whenever we are reading any part of the scriptures, whether it is in the Old Testament, whether it is the law, whether it is the prophetic writings, whether it is the uh, it is the wisdom writings like Psalm, Proverbs, um, Ecclesiastes, Lamentations, and all that, or whether it's the New Testament, even whether it's the Gospels or the Epistles and all that, they are. Uh, you must turn every scripture to the Lord, and then you wait to receive the spirit of the scripture before it can help your life. You wait for God to show you or to give you the spirit of the scriptures for any part of the scripture to help you. Many of us have only applied this to the Old Testament. And we say whenever we want to read the Old Testament, we turn it to the Lord. But we look at the New Testament and we also take the letters of it. If you take even the letters in the New Testament and you are not depending on the, on the Lord, turning it to the Lord in prayers and depending on him to give you the spirit behind the word of God, even the ones in the New Testament, then you will still be reading letters. So the, the way we are talking about letters, we are not talking about the Old Testament writings alone. We are talking about every word, every word that you read that is coming from God, but which is packaged in every word of God is packaged in a letter. It's just like a fruit that is packaged in a shell that you have to break through the shell before you have access to the fruit. So just like a coconut or like egg, you cannot eat it without breaking the shell. You will remove the shell. You have to break the shell before it is available unto you. If you take the shell and you begin to eat the shell of coconut and you, have, you, you, you presume to be eating coconut as you are using, you know, as it is plucked from the tree, you will just discover that you are deceiving yourself and um, you are killing yourself, killing your teeth, killing yourself. And so, until you break away all the shells, everything that is, that, you know, all the, um, the those like Dunlop shell and all that, and then the hard shell, before you now get into the coconut and the water that is in the coconut. So the same way, the word of God is not available just on the surface, even for believers. 
even for you that is a disciple, you have to you have to crack through the letters until the water, the 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 spirit of the word comes to you. That is when it becomes life unto you. Otherwise, it is still going to be letters that kill it unto you. And so, with this is what we now look at. Okay, let us take an example in the Old Testament so that we look at how do we turn the letter to the Lord? How do we turn the word of God, any scripture to the Lord and then depend on him to get give us the spirit behind every letter? You know, when the Pharisees, they are talking of any law, they talk of every of the biblical laws. Do when Jesus was physically here on earth, he had problems with the Pharisees because it was not because they were keeping the law, but because they were emphasizing on the letters of the law, not the spirit of the law. Actually, Jesus' problem with the Pharisees was that they they took the law from the Lord and they turned their back on the Lord and tell the Lord, we don't need you anymore. What we need from you, we have collected. We are going to keep this law to the letter. So for you, we don't need you. We already have what we have. The Lord did not give us the law for us to be independent on, of him. They became prodigal sons by collecting the law from the Lord and turning their back on the Lord and going a far distance to apply the law to the letter without the Lord of the law, and they turn their backs to the Lord of the law, we who alone can give the spirit of the law at every time, such that the spirit, the law, we have, we now have this, um, the life and give the life that it is meant to give. Otherwise, every time you look at any scriptures, whether the Old Testament or the New Testament, and you are reading it, and you are picking it simply on face value, and without the Spirit of God brooding on it for you to hatch the life unto you, then you are taking that part of the Scriptures in the letters. You are taking it with the letters. That is, it's just going to be by letters, and it's not going to be by, uh, it's not going to be by the Spirit of God that gives life and that we now bring, that we help you, that we bring solution to your issues or help to your life. Therefore, the first thing I'm emphasizing today, before we go on break and then come back to deal with the law uh, and the law of the bond of sin as an example of how do we turn um, scriptures to the Lord and then get the spirit behind the, le- the letters of the word, all the word of God that we read in the Bible, they are the letters. You, the, we cannot discard the letters. The Lord actually preserves his word in the letters. That is why the scriptures is still very, very strong till today, over the years, and as we stood all the, all the, all the persecutions that it has gone through. The word of God continues to, the word of God continues to be powerful and great because the Lord preserved it inside the letters. When people think they are destroying the word of God and they are bringing out to argue the word of God and to to to, to, dis, 
to discredit the word of God. They are only touching the letters. They could not touch the spirit and the life in the word of God. So the word of God continued even to today and it's to continue to the end because the Lord in his wisdom has preserved it in the letters, just like the water in the coconut is preserved with so many, the several layers of the letter of the shell. And that is why Thing, those of us that now have access to it, we need to break through the, the, the external and get the real spirit. Then we will now be able to do and obey and apply it to our lives so that we can now, uh, we can now be able to do what the Lord is saying and it will now help us. Because the Bible says, wheresoever the spirit is, that spirit is the Lord. The spirit of that letter is the Lord. The spirit of the Bible that you are reading is the Lord himself. And wherever the spirit of God is, there is liberty. So we will not take the word of God away from the, from the Lord of the law. All we will do, we will take the law from his hands and we still turn the law onto him to help us interpret and apply. And then he will release the spirit onto us and the spirit behind that word will now be the reason why, I mean, it will be our help. It will help us to apply it. So it will not be a burden unto us. It will be a help for us to follow and flow with the word of God. Let's go on a short break and we'll return to deal with um, the word. And yes, thank you very much indeed, Pastor. And it says that distinction between the law and the Lord is 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 most invaluable. Uh, if I, I think that segment should just make it into like a three-minute video, just that part, and play it over and over again. God bless you, sir. You've been listening to the voice of Pastor Ayo Agunloye, the pastor of New Christian Baptist Church in Port River State. He joins us. He joins us on Gospel Best Radio. On Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. for Reflections Tuesday, taking us through the current themes in your podcast. Your podcast is a daily devotional uh, that you can also receive uh, directly on your phone. So if you want to receive daily episodes of your podcast, do reach out to Pastor Yagunloye on 0808-718-0680. 0808-718-0680. Or just send him a mail paul.agunloye at gmail.com if you send us a mail or reach out to us as well uh, we, we will put you in touch with Pastor Ayo Agunloye thank you very much to our brother brother Oluwa Rotimi who, uh, who I just filled the form saying that he's listening for the first time I hope this has been a blessing, uh, God bless you indeed uh, tomorrow we'll be here by the grace of God at 7am for Waiting on God Wednesday, we come together to receive, uh, to pray over anonymous prayer requests sent to God and and table before his people so if the spirit is leading you to share your bodies uh with us you can always pray to god directly but if the spirit wants to share uh with god's people do uh fill that form on our page that says uh, anonymous prayer request and we'll be glad to join you in prayer uh thursday 7 a.m we'll be here for thankful thursday by the grace of god we always seek to collect testimonies from god's people to testify to the goodness of God. And if you want to, to join many of our programs, yes, you can also tap uh, that uh, that form that says join us and then and then you can fill that form. We'll be glad to have you as a member of the Gospel Best Radio community. 
By the grace of God, on Saturday, April the 1st, there will be a program on Gospel Best Radio at 12, 12 noon. It's going to be a monthly program going forward by uh, our dear brother, uh, who is going to be leading an impact session for youths, for youths on Gospel Best Radio. We'll be telling you more about that program just before Saturday. And of course, today at 8 a.m., it will be time for newspaper headlines for Nigeria. And at about 8.20 a.m., on the Lord's side, Christian perspectives on news and career. Do stay with us. And more importantly, uh, let's continue to enjoy from the table of the Lord this morning. Pastor, over to you now. Thank you so much. Welcome back, dear listeners. When we started, we, we said that you must turn every word of God to the Lord so that it, he will give you the spirit of the word and then you will now be able to apply it to yourself Whenever you apply the word of God without turning it to the Lord, always turning it to the Lord, you will all only have stale letters that will not help you, that kill it. But the word of God, the spirit word of God that heals, that helps, that actually gives you the power to obey the word of God will be very far unless you turn it to the Lord. And we must not be like the Pharisees who took the word of God, the law of law of God from the Lord, and they turned their backs on the Lord and said, Lord, we don't need you anymore. We, uh, we already have enough of you. I mean, we have what we need from you to please you. And so we'll just obey this word to the letter. And then they just go ahead to, with the law, without the Lord of the law, and then to go and be obeying the law. That is why a lot of time when they accused Jesus, they said, Jesus, why is it that you are not keeping the Sabbath? Why is it that you are not washing your, your disciples are not washing their hands before they are doing this? Why is it that this is happening? And Jesus reminded them that you people are just destroying the law of God with your tradition. You are just destroying the law of God by taking the law away from the Lord. And, for example, he reminded them that even in the same Old Testament, without talking about the New Testament, David, who, who take the, who, that was not a priest, went to the temple and he was given the shoe bread and he was able to eat the shoe bread, even though it was only lawful for the priest alone. Only priests were supposed to eat the shoe bread. And he ate it and nothing happened to him. Why? Because it was done in the spirit of the law, not in the letters of the law. You people only, you just look at the letters and you are following the letters. Let's follow it to the letter. Let's follow it to the letter. And you are following the law to the letter, leaving behind the Lord of the law. And then the law, you are not seeking the Lord of the law to give you the spirit behind the law so that you will be able to apply it. And because of that, you are not understanding even the mindset because the spirit behind any letter is, I mean, the spirit behind any letter is the motive, is the reason, the purpose, the what is the idea, what exactly is God or the also trying to pass across to the people by giving that particular instruction, by giving that particular law. What is the Lord expecting to accomplish, to fulfill with this law? What exactly is the Lord looking for? If we do not wait to ask the Lord 
the Lord of the law and get the spirit from him, then we will only be abusing the word of God. We will only be dealing with the letters of the word of God and it will not come to us with the spirit. It will not bring the power, the effect, what it's supposed to do in our life and then there will not be help. It will now be a burden, a heavy load upon us. There will not the spirit that is expected to help us to obey them without actually weighing us down. Where there is liberty for us to obey them, we will miss it. So we will not be turning. We will not be conformed to become like our Lord if we take away the law from the Lord and then we do not apply. So the first thing we must learn to be whether we live in whether it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First Samuel, see, to Revelation, any part of the scriptures you are reading, turn it to the Lord. And the Bible says the Lord is that spirit. And that Lord is the spirit. And wheresoever the spirit of God is, there is liberty. So the Lord that gave the law is the spirit of God that authored the law himself. And as the spirit comes unto us, the motive of God, the idea that God is passing across, he will now empower us to do it. And he will now create the effect that he intends to achieve in it. That is why, or even on Sabbath day, Jesus could heal. Jesus could do something. And then when they challenge him, that why are you doing this on the Sabbath day? He said, the Lord, the Lord, is, the Son of Man is, also, Lord, even of the Sabbath day, it's not just Lord of human beings. Even of, of the Sabbath, the Son of Man is also Lord. If you could only turn to the Lord, you will get the Spirit behind the Sabbath. They only took the law of the Sabbath without getting the Spirit of the Sabbath. And so, they were insisting, you must not wear two clothes, you must not go beyond one mile, you must not help anybody that is dying because it's going to be work for you and and a lot of things like that and they were just trying to follow the law to the letter jesus did not fight them because they were following the law but he fought them because they left the lord of the law and they they were they they, they took the law from him and they back up or the back they turned their back on him and they were following the law to the letter without his spirit without his motive without his mind without his purpose without why he gave the law and so jesus when he broke the law or when he did what they thought was breaking the law he did not he was not actually breaking the law he was following the spirit of the law because jesus would not break the law. He was following the spirit of the law so that he would fulfill the law. So all Jesus came to do was not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Therefore, I challenge you, brothers, before we go into this, we are just laying a, a foundation on the um, the law of the bond of things. So that by the, so that we'll be able to Deal with it well when we when we start dealing with it. We you you when you are looking at any part of the scriptures, I want to challenge you not to omit or to leave behind or to say some part of the scriptures are no longer relevant to you because they are old testament. Some part of the scriptures are gone and 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 and, and, and they are obsolete. There is no part of the scripture. The Bible says all scriptures was written by the inspiration of God. So don't say 
because some of them were in the Old Testament and they are talking of sacrifices, they are talking of uh, um, some things and all those things, all those things that were said in the Old Testament were still, are still as relevant today as the New Testament. And I want you to take note of that because if you take only the New Testament and you are leaving behind the Old Testament, you are not taking the full dose of the Word of God in your life. You will not be balanced. You will only be standing on one leg. You have to stand on two legs. You have to stand on your two legs to be balanced. I wonder how long you'll be able to stand on one leg if you are taking only the New Testament and you say the Old Testament is past, the Old Testament is gone, we have nothing to do with the Old Testament again. All scriptures were written, all, all scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, for your benefit, you are depriving yourself of of, of good things when you when you abandon some of the scriptures and then you decide that no 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 it's only this and let me tell you the risk in it the risk in it as you read only the new testament is that you will you will you will also be applying it as you would have been applying the old testament that is to say you would be taking only the letters of the new testament without getting even the spirit you, as, you will now be assuming that the New Testament itself is, in, is, 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 is the spirit of the word of God. Not knowing that you still need to remove the veil even for you to understand the New Testament. You need to still crack the, the, the letters for you to really get what the Lord is saying in the New Testament. And let me also tell you, brothers, that the, every part of the scriptures that you read must must give you the, the, the mind of God, what he wants you to do. You must ask him. You must turn it to him. It must, every part of the scriptures must, must direct you, must show you the light of what the Lord is expecting from you. It is not, there is no part of the scriptures that is absolute. There is no part of the scriptures that has passed, that has no relevance to you today. Let me remind you, in the, in the New Testament, Jesus preached. He preached with, the, with only the Old Testament scriptures. John the Baptist preached. He preached with only the Old Testament scriptures. All the apostles that started the church, the early church, their preaching and their messages were only from the Old Testament scriptures. None of them had the New Testament to work on. It was, they preached Jesus. Anytime any of the disciples or the apostles went somewhere to go and preach, the, the scriptures they used to preach was the Old Testament scriptures. They, every time any of them was to preach Jesus, they go to Genesis, to Exodus, to Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, and from every part of the scriptures, every word of the, of the Lord in the Old Testament, they brought out the message about Jesus, the spirit and the life about Jesus. And that is what you should also learn, that the Old Testament is not obsolete, it's not out of date, it's not uh, outdated. It's not something you must ignore or put behind you by now. You have to read the Old Testament along with the New Testament so that you can be balanced. And that those, uh, those two legs is what will make you balanced as a child of God. And for you to now get it, you need to read it in the light 
of the Lord Jesus. That is to say, you turn it to the Lord and then you are waiting for the spirit of it. So the spirit of God will now come and give you what is talking about from that passage. Now, having laid this foundation today, like remember our topic today is the law of the uh, the law of the bond offering, part one. And having laid this foundation, I want to now begin for us to look at that law of the bond offering. And we will be able to see that in Leviticus chapter 6. Leviticus chapter 6. What, the, the, what we are trying to achieve with this is to use this as an example of how do we turn the war, the, the scriptures to the Lord and get the spirit of it. And I've said the other time that you, the spirit of the letter is the mind, the mindset, the, the motive, the purpose. Why? Why? What is the reason? What is actually what was God expecting to achieve with this law? What was God expecting to achieve? If you if you just stand on the letter and you meet one challenge or one something that is not very straightforward, you will just be going. You just do something else. You won't be able to achieve the mind of God if you do not get the spirit, the mindset of it. So let's go to Leviticus chapter six. And we are reading from verse 8 to 13. Then we'll, we'll see what we can deal with in that matter today before we go on next week. Now, Leviticus chapter 6 from verse 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Command Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the law of the bond offering. It is the bond offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning and the fire of the altar shall be burning in it and the priest shall put on his linen garment and his linen boots shall be put upon his flesh and take up the ashes which the fire had consumed with the burnt offering on the altar and he shall put them beside the altar and he shall put off his garment and put on other garments and carry forth the ashes without the camp unto a clean place. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offering. Verse 13, the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar it shall never go out may the lord bless his words in our hearts in jesus name we will not be able to go far we may not even go beyond them um verse eight this morning in this matter of the where well, you know we are still dealing with the office the, the functions of the priest and in their um in their offering the the sacrifices they offer and that the bible says according to hebrews 10, 11, that they stand daily ministering. They stand daily ministering. And so we are looking at those priests as they stand daily ministering. And um, this verse 8 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, The first thing I'm asking us to take note 
is that this law was given by the Lord. It was not a mistake. It was not a makeshift. It was not a. It was not um, something. It was not. It was not something that they they did by themselves. That they decided, the Israelites decided to conjure by themselves. It was not Moses that just brought the law and said, in order for to help people, let us do like this. Let us do like this. No, 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 no. It was not all that. The the law was all was given by the Lord himself. So the Lord God Yahweh is the Lord of the law. So the law was commanded by the Lord. The law if you if you neglect it, then you are neglecting the Lord. It is not for you to, to neglect it is not for you to um say that it is it, it is obsolete or or something. No Whenever the law was given by the Lord, and all we need to do, even though there is a superior, there is a superior offering now, what we need to do into that offering is to now is to now apply it in the light of the superior offering that the Lord is giving now. He has given this instruction before and that instruction he has not cancelled it that I did not say it again. But we anytime we are applying it now, we are turning to him and we are now saying, Lord, how do we apply this now? How do I apply this now in this time that Jesus has been made our sacrifice and he has become our utmost Sacrifice. How do we apply it now? So the matter is that the Lord that does not die is the one who authored this law of the bond offering, and you must not disdain it. You must not. You must not. Um, uh, 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 you, you must not trample on it, as if to say it does not matter anymore. The word of God is always new every day. If you allow the Spirit of God to brood on it for you and hatch the freshness in it. So take note that the Lord spake unto Moses the law of the bond offering is the law of the Lord himself. Then the verse 9 it says, command Aaron and his sons saying, this is the law of the bond offering it is the bond offering because of the burning upon the altar all night unto the morning, and the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. So the first thing, the other thing I want to bring out here is talking to the priest and he told them the, the thing. But what is actually the idea behind this law? The Lord himself has said it here. Now, let me quickly make a statement. How do you turn a scripture to the Lord? The first and primary way to turn a scripture to the Lord is by praying. You take the word of God and you bring it to the Lord. You say, Lord, what are you trying to say in this place? What is your mindset in this place? You know, you don't know the mind of God it is the Spirit of God that will reveal His mind unto you. So
So you need to turn it to him and say, Lord, what are you telling me as a person in this place? You told the Israelites this particular message and you, you gave me this particular message as my Bible, as your word to me. And what exactly now are you telling me concerning this message that you also gave, that you originally gave the Israelites? What are you originally telling me from this passage? What am I supposed to know and do from this passage? That is the first way of turning it to the Lord. The second way of turning it to the Lord is by now reading it and interpreting it in the light of our Lord Jesus. In the light of our Lord Jesus. In other words, when you are interpreting it, you are understanding it with the Lord Jesus. You are bringing an understanding of the fact that Jesus has come to fulfill the law. So you are not just dealing with the letters of the law. You are actually, first of all, turning it to the Lord. And as you have now turned it to the Lord in prayer, and you are set to interpret it and apply it with the understanding of the New Testament that Jesus has come, and Jesus has come to fulfill the law, then you will now begin to wait for the Lord to give you the spirit of that word of God. So that is the first thing. But even though our time has gone, I will probably just like to mention that you saw in this verse 9 that it said, because of the burning upon the altar. He said, it is the burnt offering because... So this is now the reason. This is the, this is the, the spirit behind the word. This is the motive, what or the purpose, why God is talking about it. Because of the burning upon the altar all night until the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. Because you will discover that the Lord is emphasizing the matter of the altar, not the offering. First, it's not because of the offering that the Lord is giving the law of the, the bones offering. It's not because he's hungry and he wants to eat some barbecue that he wants you to make that um, bond of it. It's not because of any of those. It's said because of the burning upon the altar all night and until the morning. And the fire of the altar shall be burning in it. So the Lord is concerned about the altar, your own personal altar, my personal altar. The Lord is concerned about our church altar. He's concerned about the altar that the fire must be burning in the altar and that is the spirit behind the burnt offering so by next week when we continue we will now begin to look at what is the altar what is the um, the fire and all those things and how it applies to us today in the light of the lord as we turn it to the lord and trust him for the spirit of his word the lord will continue to reveal his word unto us and help us to Apply them in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And amen. Thank you very much. Sir. God bless you. God bless you very good. We have uh, a number of comments here. We have somebody, uh, thank you, Sabirin, requesting for 
uh, the recording of this later. And of course, you know, people you can always listen to back episodes of of Reflections Tuesday. If you scroll to the to the bottom part of our page, you see a link to uh, Reflections Tuesday. You can get back episodes there, and we're going to put this one up as well as soon as possible. By God's grace, and then we have this uh, this sentiment. This this uh, our dear sister is saying, "Thank you, sir, for your authenticity." And thank you, Holy Spirit. So thank you, uh, thank you, Pastor, for allowing the Holy Spirit to use you in an authentic way. That's what our sister is saying uh, this morning. We also have this. This says, my question is, how can we apply first fruit offering of Old Testament to the New Testament? And of course, I mean, this is a real question. This is a question that I know many people are asking. So I, I, I think yeah. the question has been asked before, but I suspect it deserves... Uh, some considerable time for his treatment. How can we apply first fruit offering of Old Testament to the New Testament? Pastor? Well, the, the matter, just like we have said, is turn it to the Lord. Mm. Interpret it in the light of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Je- who, is, who is the first fruit? Jesus himself has, is the first fruit yes. and he has been offered for us. Exactly. So, if Jesus has been offered for all, then we are to enjoy the benefits of the fact that he has been offered. Just as he has become the firstborn for us, and uh, we don't need to go and be giving firstborn offering or redemption for us to be delivered from the forces of firstborn and all that anymore. Because he has been the, our firstborn. The same thing is he is the firstborn fruits from the dead is the first fruit is the first is the um, the, the first fruit from what the lord has sown and he has been offered unto 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 for us he has been offered for us so because of that the lord i do not see the lord in the new testament giving us instructions of any first fruit offering, Thank you, even sir. the tithe that okay because of go, time. Go ahead, go ahead, let's, go ahead. Let's, no, go ahead okay, even the tithe that is uh, is um, obvious and it's very clear in the scriptures that we should be given, and that is mentioned a few places in the New Testament is is over is overruled by the. By the, by the offering of Jesus himself on the, on the cross of Calvary. And you discover that the Bible was taught, Jesus was talking in Matthew. You pay tithes of everything. He did not mm. condemn them for paying tithes. Mm. He, only is, he only was telling them that you are following the letter. You are not following the spirit of it. The spirit of giving is giving all. The Lord wants you to give all, not just your tithes. You are dealing with letters of all those things. The, the, the spirit behind it is that the Lord is the owner of everything you have and he, he has control of everything. And he is the one demanding everything that you have. Not all the time. And what, where then is the matter of church food and uh, every different, different prophetic offering and um, offering for your prayer to be answered, also for you to be alive this year, next year, and all those things. All those things are man-made uh, traditions that have found itself in into the something for us to just raise It is not 
the new, it is not the new testament. And you will discover whenever anyone wants to go into all those kind of unusual things, it is the old testament they go and they go there not turning it to the Lord, not turning the scriptures to the Lord to say that what is the, what has Jesus done. So what 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 is the implication of the death and resurrection of Jesus concerning this this law now? So what I'm saying concerning that brother or sister that asked the question is that Jesus has been offered to us as uh, I mean offered for us as the uh, first fruit. So he is not uh, he is not expecting any other first fruit from us. Anything you do is is something that you are giving from your heart, just like the Macedonians are giving. Everything you have, the Lord is expecting to be the owner of it in reality and the one that is directing you on how to give everything, how to disburse whatever he puts in your hands. Oh, yes. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pastor. And of course, I mean, as we go on, this is just part one of the study. So I believe that by the grace of God next week, uh, even more issues will come up, more questions, and the Lord will give us grace to address them. Pastor has emphasized, most importantly today, the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. Turn uh, the Scripture over to the Holy Spirit, who is the author, who is the author of the Scriptures. Thank you very much, Pastor. Please say a word of prayer as we bring this to a close. Our Father, we thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for how you started with us today. Father, we are not planning this just to, for any other reason apart from you, apart from learning to please you, to, 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 to serve you acceptably. Yes. Lord Jesus, please help our lives in the name of God. Let the Spirit of your word, back up your word in every heart that has had today and that we hear hereafter so that we can we can please you as we study your word, as we learn your will and to do your to, to, to fulfill your purpose on earth in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father, because you answered our prayers. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. I pray also, Lord, that your blessings will be upon God's studio in every aspect Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you very much. Like God bless you. Good. Amen. Amen. So, okay, coming up now, newspaper headlines from Nigeria. And after that, on the Lord's side, Christian perspectives on news and current events. Do stay with us. God bless you. God bless you. We're good. Gospelbellsradio.com is a community of believers learning together, praying together, bearing one another's bodies, and engaging the culture with the mind of Christ. To listen to live programs, tune in to www.gospelbellsradio.com. God bless you.